This is the Warrior Mind Podcast, and I'm your host, Greg Swanson, podcasting from gorgeous Mile High Colorado Springs. The Warrior Mind Podcast is a personal empowerment series that provides you the information required to develop a mindset of a warrior, maximize your human potential, and achieve peak performance. The Warrior Mind Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes and links can be found at warriormindcoach.com. Use the pull-down menu and look for the blog. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your RSS feed or iTunes, and please share this with your friends, neighbors, and relatives. If this is your first time listening, thank you for coming. If you're returning, thank you for your continued support. Yours. And what we want to do is understand that the life that we have is our responsibility. If we like it, great. Keep it going. If we don't like it, it's your responsibility to change it. You know, so I'm going to go through some self-help tips um, to aid you in bring, bringing some jazz and spice to your existence if you're not fully engaged with life. Um, and I think once you start to apply some of these, you don't have to do all of them, but just some of them. Actually, all you have to do is apply one of them regularly and notice how your life changes. Notice how more excitement, enthusiastic, and engaged you are with life. So let's get to it. Control your thoughts. Yes, back to thoughts. Thoughts lead to emotions, lead to actions, lead to results. And if our thoughts aren't producing invigorating, exciting results, then we need to change our thoughts so that first domino can can move down, right? The first domino's thoughts, then feelings, then actions, and then results. You can control your thoughts. Think about it. Who's thinking? Who's observing? You can control them by focusing on what you want as opposed to focusing on what you don't want to think. If you focus on, oh, I don't want to think negative, you're focusing on thinking negative. But if you go, I want to focus on thinking positive, then you're moving towards the positive and you automatically will not be thinking negative. So you can control your thoughts and controlling your thoughts is probably, if there's nothing else, if we just stopped here and said, control your thoughts about the life that that you have. How do you identify with it? And how do you define? It all comes from your thoughts. So take hold of the current moment, no matter what the current moment is all we have. And if you have some challenges, if you have some worries, some stress, or whatever, you can't point to that in the out external world. It's only in your mind. Yes, there may be a paper due tomorrow, there may be something, a bill that's due tomorrow, but right this moment, everything is great. And whatever you have gets back to controlling your thoughts. When you focus and take hold of the current moment, you'll be mindful of all the blessings that you have at this particular time. Find sources of personal happiness. We often, when we life gets busy and we have families and we have jobs and other stuff, we kind of put off what really makes us happy. We put it off to the to the side. You know, it could be going for a walk. It could be gardening. It could be whatever that is, but then find, rediscover, reinvigorate those sources of personal happiness and participate them in them 
regularly. If we're not enjoying life, it's most likely we're doing something that doesn't bring us joy and happiness. And we all have things that bring us joy and happiness that we've put on the shelf or we've forgotten about or we put it. It could be going out and doing um, dancing or taking dance lessons. Uh, it could be joining a book club. I mean, there's so many things that probably you have that you've done one year, three years, five years ago, but yet don't. And now you're wondering why your life isn't as exciting as it was. It probably comes down to finding those sources of personal happiness. For me, it's getting outside, getting outside and hiking or walking, and then um, getting to the gym. Those two things, if I miss any of those for a period of two, three days, I, I am not fully engaged with life. I have to have preferably both of those at some point during a day. Focus on maintaining good health. Often, again, when we uh, are not fully engaged, we have a pity party and we start eating crap. And we have what's called, quote, comfort food. Well, have you ever thought about what you need comfort from? If we want comfort food, there must be something that we are uncomfortable with in order to eat comfort food. So if we focus on what's uncomfortable, what's making us uncomfortable, it's probably somewhere back to our thoughts. We're not embracing the current moment. We're not doing things that bring us personal happiness. And so we need comfort food, which is usually not so good for us, which then deteriorates our health. And then we go, I can't walk up these flight of stairs. I can't go out for a hike. I need to get uh, new clothes because the ones I'm in are too small. Whatever it is, it could be even getting your LDL too high. Whatever that is, when we aren't engaged in life fully, our health goes. So by focusing on creating good health. And that can be as simple as just having a movement pr practice, whether it's yoga or walking, hydration, nutrition, and then a spiritual practice. All of those things are part of maintaining good health. And when we focus on taking care of ourselves, one, we tell ourselves we are worth it, but then our health will allow us to fully participate in the enjoyments of life. So then there's discover the work that's meant for you. Or you could even do discover your purpose at work. When we get a new job, or even if we've been in a job for a couple of years, we can get bored with it. Like, what is the purpose? Is that I just have to go to work to pay bills? And when we have that type of philosophy or attitude, we tend to lose engagement in work. And that engagement at work brings us home. Hey, how's your day? Oh, it sucked. And then we complain to our significant other or to our friends or whoever about life, about our work not meaning anything. Well, there's two ways to do it. Either find the work that's meant for you, find your work purpose, and that can be part of your ikigai exploration. Or you can say, you can look at the work you're currently doing and investigate the purpose of that. And that's where coaching can come in really handy as to, because a lot of folks will think that the work they're doing has no meaning. It's just an accountant's job and it's just a, you know, customer service job. It's just whatever, you know, an operations job. And they don't take the step further to see how it really affects others in the company, how it affects the company, how it affects the stockholders, the shareholders, how it affects the clients, how does it affect the client's family. 
So we want to either find work that we are excited about or make the work we're doing now exciting. We want to have this protective and nurturing aspect of our love relationships. Now, these could be romantic love relationships, could be love somebody as a friend, could be love our family, but basically our relationships, our relationships that are near and dear to us. We want to keep fostering them because, as you notice, a lot of this stuff that we're talking about here is focusing on outside yourself. When we focus inside of ourselves on what's wrong, etc., then depression comes and all these other negative emotions when we focus on us. When we focus on others outside of ourselves, we tend to can enjoy and engage in life. And this is especially true with relationships, especially those love, those significant other relationships. We want to protect and we want to fearlessly, ferociously protect those relationships, not from a jealous standpoint, but we want to protect it so that it can foster and grow. And that's what we do. We protect it, then we nurture it. We protect it and nurture it. And so this is something that can actually add some great excitement to your life as well. Make decisions mindfully. When you have a decision, and here's the thing, we are faced with choices every single day. When you wake up, that's kind of a decision, right? You wake up and should I wake up or should I go back to sleep? I'm going to stay awake. Should I go to work or should I stay home? I go to work. We don't think those are decisions, but they are decisions that we make every single day. And the key is when we can mindfully say, I'm in control. I am going to decide to go to work. I'm going to decide to take a shower. I'm going to decide to go to the gym. When we make those decisions mindfully, we then feel better about our life. We feel that we are in more control. And when we are in more control, our confidence goes up. And when we have our confidence goes up, we can commit to some goals in the future. And when we commit to goals in the future, we will set those to challenge us. And those are the four C's of mental strength. So making decisions mindfully can help empower us to bigger and better things in life. Establish friendships that sustain you. We often have friends, or we call them friends, and all they do is call up and bitch and complain about how their life sucks, how this happens, how that. Never ask how they can support us, or even there may just because we have friends, we don't need. There doesn't have to be anything wrong in one person's life or the others for support. It could be, hey, let's go out for a walk. Hey, let's talk about what's going on. Hey, let's plan our future together. Let's play, right? Often people think that friendships involve somebody bitching and the other one listening. Well, that's only part of it. What about friendships that encourage each other to grow and be the best that they, they can be by challenging themselves, by embracing, by doing all of these tips that we're talking about now? So when you can find those friendships that actually minimize the downside in their lives and maximize their upsides, those are ones that will sustain you. And those are the ones that you want to um, establish if you have friends and quote friends unquote, and uh, and ninety even fifty percent of the conversation is about poor poor pitiful me, meaning them, you may want to look at releasing those um, relationships, and then 
love yourself first. You can't give what you don't have. Loving yourself isn't going out and buying extravagant things. It's taking care. It's eating organic food. It's drinking clean water. It's getting some significant body physical movement every day. Yoga, working out, walking, skateboarding. All of these things are saying to yourself, I'm important. I love myself and I'm going to put myself first. Yes, you can, you know, bring it up a notch and have a nice bath and a massage, etc. But it doesn't mean you have to go out and buy a new car and new diamonds and new clothes all the time. That's not loving yourself per se. Loving yourself is how will you take care of your physical body, mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. That is loving yourself. So just keep in mind about this, that, you know, spicing up your life, if you want to call it that, or providing some variety is essential for personal growth, maintaining healthy relationships, and preventing the dullness of a routine. It is absolutely essential. It keeps us engaged, and we want to be fully engaged in life. You know, it can lead to a more fulfilling and enjoyable life overall, you know, promoting happiness and well-being, not just only for ourselves, but those within our inner circle. So these are some really powerful tips that you could take, bring it to a friend, and start to use those together. You know, if you'd like to see the show notes on this podcast, you can visit warriormindcoach.com. There you'll find other podcasts, some blogs, and how to contact me for a breakthrough session. Since you'll be on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest under Warrior Mind Coach. So just keep in mind about this, that, you know, spicing up your life, if you want to call it that, or providing some variety is essential for personal growth, maintaining healthy relationships, and preventing the dullness of a routine. It is absolutely essential. It keeps us engaged, and we want to be fully engaged in life. You know, it can lead to a more fulfilling and enjoyable life overall, you know, promoting happiness and well-being, not just only for ourselves, but those within our inner circle. So these are some really powerful tips that you could take, bring it to a friend, and start to use those together. You know, if you'd like to see the show notes on this podcast, you can visit warriormindcoach.com. There you'll find other podcasts, some blogs, and how to contact me for a breakthrough session. Since you'll be on the internet, please follow me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest under Warrior Mind Coach. Thanks for listening to the Warrior Mind Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please tell your friends and subscribe by your favorite RSS or podcast feed. And remember, every facet, every compartment of your mind is to be programmed by you. And unless you take your rightful responsibility to program your own mind, the world will program it for you.